Wow, that's so funny. Two broke gays? Two broke gays? Two broke gays? Okay, we are back. We're back together. It's Two Broke Gays. Two Broke Gays. These are your hosts, Jenna Cordes. And Kevin Sullivan. And we're finally back together again. We are back. Oh, the reunion feels so good. It feels so good. I just melted into you because <laughs> I need you to be here. And I'm not hungover or so hungover. I'm drunk still, so. We're both working. I'm just exhausted, but we're- I just got back in from New York like three days ago and I've already worked five jobs so it's LA welcome home so broke actually yes yes the broke life broke and broken (laughs) (laughs) New York uh, broke my bank account but it refreshed my soul yeah like it was um... so tell us about New York Uh, I had New York was whoa I had two stand-up shows Mm -hmm. at the Broadway Comedy Club and Rodney Dangerfield's club. And they were both incredible. Like, the audiences were amazing. It was my first time doing stand-up there, so Mm -hmm. I'm lucky to get those shows. But I saved the first show. Like, audience members were really like, oh, my God, you saved the show. Oh, good. Okay. My friends all left, like, right after me mm-hmm. because they couldn't handle it anymore because it was, there were no not a lot of funny people on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then right after that show, I went and hung out with Erin Foley and watched her show. So it was, like, a very, like, comedy, like, New York yeah, night. Yeah, that's a really comedy, like, just New like, Yorky night. But I was like, oh, gotta go. I said bye to the booker. And he's like, oh, the owner of the club is here and, like, watch your set. I was like, yeah, cool story, bro. Gotta go. Like, I don't care. The show is... <laughs> terrible but i had a good time on it and then just literally five blocks away was Erin's show and it just started Mm -hmm. and then went out with her i went out with some friends afterwards but um if you haven't listened to Erin foley stand up you're a moron uh look it up (laughs) so that you can get with the times yeah she's she's a comedic genius incredible she's on tour right now too so you can uh google her and look up her tour dates mm-hmm. and hopefully she's coming to your town yes look her up um but it was cool the new york crowd is very different like a, i feel like more eager to laugh mm-hmm. like they don't care if it's an ugly laugh they're like ah, oh my god <laughs> drooling like don't care yeah well everyone's like <laughs> that was funny yeah <laughs> did you think that was funny too a comic did last night said to the um crowd at the dime he was like I feel like you guys are fully invested, but you've chosen not to express that through laughter. Oh, that's... Which, like, couldn't be more true. How eloquently put. I know. And it was so true. Everyone was, like, on the edge of their seats nodding. No laughing, though. It's weird. Everyone's, like, buttholes so tight here. Yeah. Not in New York. They're loose. But, but, like, I talked to the audience a lot, like, because they were so engaged. Crowd work. I did a lot of crowd work at Dangerfields because I mumbled and this lady was like, What? So I like walked over to the side where she was and I was like, I know, sorry, that was me, <laughs> but we'll get through this together. And then I reset the whole thing like very slowly. People were laughing the whole way through. So I had like five applause breaks in the first show. Great. What material did you Where have? I was like, okay, shut the fuck up. I'm running out of time. Right. Um, I did pretty much the set I did for the comedy store right before I left. Mm-hmm. Just about, like, you know, being broke, break up. Uh, a lot of breaking. My childhood. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. It was fun. I didn't do any open mics or anything. Mm-hmm. You just but did it's like, shows. Yeah, there's so much comedy happening there all the time. And there was, like, a lot of comics were like, oh, my God, like, you could do this show, you could do this show. Like, once they see your set mm-hmm. and you're funny, then everyone wants, like, the bookers are like, when can we have you back? And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm leaving. Yeah. Um, so it's just a matter of, like, being did there you, more, I did think. Did you feel like it's, I mean, stand-up, like, a lot of stand-ups live in New York. Did you find it to be less saturated, though? Or more saturated? Like, it's equal? Or the same amount of stand-ups? Am I rapid-firing? I don't... Um, no, because that was all essentially the same question. Cool. Uh, I think that stand-ups there just don't have... I think there's probably just as many, if not more. But they don't have as much free time as stand-ups in L.A. Mm-hmm. Like, you see the same kids here at every... It's just the same ones. Mm-hmm. There, I think I encountered different people. There was one girl. She was on both of the shows I did. Um, and she's relatively new and it seems like she didn't know anyone there, which makes me think it was less saturated. Okay. Um, but it's hard to tell unless you live But the bookers are different there for sure. They were, they were a lot more like I, Tracy Morgan's opener or one of his openers was on my second show and the bookers were trying to sell themselves to him as like managers even though they, like she's never managed anyone mm-hmm. but like her husband was like she's the best she's the most loyal if you want someone you come to her yeah i was like well this is so like new york and he was getting hammered like a lot of the comics were getting just railing shots before the show interesting which you know i don't drink before any shows ever. i don't either <laughs> I, I mean i don't barely drink after them and also, this but... one kid was like drinking beers he's bumming cigarettes and he's like i get so nervous and i was like yeah like i try to deal with my nerves sober (laughs) (laughs) and then he bombed like it was the most uncomfortable set to watch Mm. ever yeah the one set i got drunk for uh i got drunk before uh, i don't i never made the mistake again i started it with um so parking lots are weird oh i remember this yeah that was that was when I stopped taking any drinks before. Because, you know, I can only drink, like, three drinks anyway, so. I took when uh, Carrie's, like, advice to heart, though. Because I know how I am with alcohol also. Like, one drink is never enough. Mm-hmm. And he said, don't let it be a crutch. Because, yeah, if you have a good set and you had a drink before, you're like, oh, it's because of the drink. Right. It wasn't because of you. Mm-hmm. I'm less nervous. It was because of the drink. If right. you bomb, it was because of the drink. Like... It gives you something to make an excuse right. for, and um, I don't want that. So that kid's gonna blame him. Like, oh, I just had too many, right. too many Coronas. No, you were just terrible. <laughs> like, <laughs> and did you leave there feeling like revved up about stand up? Like, revved. Were you- I was like, oh my god, I need, I need to come back and do a lot more shows in New York. Yeah. Or just even outside of LA. Yeah. It just it gave me a good perspective think- of how jaded like the audiences and mm-hmm. the just the comedy world here not jaded it's the wrong word well we don't have a lot of there are some but there's not as many people who have a job during the day and then they live their life at night here it's like i'm dog walker slash actor slash i make these soaps and sell them on etsy (laughs) so you know what i mean like the the working crowd audience i've always found to be way more receptive yes eager to laugh you know? Oh, you're talking about the audience. Yeah, the yeah. audience. Like, you know, because I've done stand-up in Laughlin, which, yikes. 
Um, I have done Everyone's it. like, gotta leave the nursing home by four if we're gonna make that show. <laughs> Laughlin was wild, but not for good reasons. Um, Vegas, obviously. Michigan. Chicago? Yeah. Yeah. And everybody's different, but all in all those places, it's not like everyone is doing it. Right. And all, like the I, one of the bookers was like, and we have the pros come in. And I was like, what pros? He like listed them. I was like, I don't know any of these people. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, it's different here because, like, when I mean, Judd Apatow did a drop in on a show. I was in, like, yeah. I was like, these are pro, like, these are the pros we have in our head, and those are also the ones we're up against for spots because they're not going to open up these shows because they can literally get mm-hmm. Eliza, Bobby, like mm-hmm. Nikki Glaser, like they can all come in at yeah. any time and do any. Sh- they'll do any show in the city. Yeah. So, I think I would do better in New York if I was there constantly mm-hmm. and starting to make those connections. I really do want to be bi-coastal. I know that's like everyone's dream. Not mine. No? No. Why not? New York's not for me. Why not? It's just not for me. It's, I think it's so me. A lot of people there would like, oh, you're so East Coast. Yeah. I but I'm also think... so West Coast. Like I'm so late. You really back. are bi-coastal. <laughs> It's the only bi thing about me. What? <laughs> no, dumb, cheap. <laughs> Hack. <laughs> I, I am cheap. <laughs> um, I love the subway, though. Mm-hmm. It's so easy. Like, you never, you know. It uh, took you so long to get to your job at the U.S. Open, though. It did. That's different. That's the G and the 7. Like, whoever, no one takes the G and the 7. Like, those right. are two fucking rare, stupid trains. And they only run local when you need them to run express. <laughs> like, it's just, yeah, it took me an hour and a half to get, I worked the US Open, and it took me an hour and a half to get there every day. Yeah. And like an hour home. But I stayed with my friend, uh, Paige and Liz, and it was awesome, like in Williamsburg. They were like gone all the time. It was like I had a two bedroom mm-hmm. to myself in Brooklyn, but <clears> we think- went out one night to a, a gay bar, and it was called Hella Britney Party. Cool. Oh my god, it was amazing. Not Christina, I see. No, it was hella Britney, but they didn't play enough Britney, and every time the DJ played a non-Britney song, I went up to him and gave him a <laughs> thumbs down, because I was so hammered, and then he was like, yeah, I get it, but I can't just play all Britney. It's like, you're supposed to be playing hella Britney. Yeah, like, so much get more Britney. Get it together. Um, that was fun. They both left early. Because I can party just till the sun comes up. Right, right. And then I was by myself, wandering the streets. I could barely even get a car home. Glad I made it home safely. Me too. But I... Yeah, that story just came in out of the field. <laughs> <laughs> just... uh, cool. So New York... Yeah, I haven't done stand-up in New York. I don't know if I think New York wouldn't get me, or if someone from New York told me that once, and I just really have let it stick with me. He said, I don't think people in New York would get you. And you know how hurtful that was because of how many people live there and how many bureaus? Bur- bur- Half of America. <laughs> Burrows, excuse me. Bureaus. They're all just living in a dresser. Yeah, I'm so fucking tired. I'm so tired and broke. I called them bureaus. Just living in a bureau. <laughs> I can't. For uh, those West Coasters, a bureau is a dresser where you put clothes into. Or a department of government. Ugh. It's not bureau. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Okay, anyway. Burrow. Burrow. Um, 
But then also, like, one time, I don't know why I'm letting... You can also burrow in sand. You can. Okay. There's a lot of usages. All right, great. English Um, is hard. English is hard. Uh, I taught it to America's youth for four years. Yay! Um, I think you would... I think they would get you. Someone has to there. That's so offensive. I think they would. That's like being like... I mean, that's such a heavily populated... This, you would have crushed on the shows I was on for sure. Really? They, they, yeah, they would have gotten you. I'm yeah. a lot drier than you, and I think that that does like resonate wow. mm-hmm. very well with New Yorkers because they're like, "Fuck everybody, this is crazy." Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, I they would... like their they. I don't know. You're funny, and they would like Thank you, you. I think. Yeah, I'm kind of doing like getting really back in my head about stand up too, in a good way, because yeah. I got to do my 40 minute show that we already oh, talked yeah. about. Mm-hmm. But that definitely like doing that much time has really like revved me up. I'm yeah. feeling like ready to fucking go, man. Same. I know. Too like... bad we have to work so much just to make ends meet <laughs> because we have great attitudes. I know. <laughs> I want to just pack up a car. No, I don't. Not at all. Uh, but I do want to do longer sets in New York for sure. Mm-hmm. Like I hit at my second show was they're like it, we'll light you at eight, we'll take you off at eight unless you're crushing them. We'll let you go to ten, and then I just like wrapped up and it was over ten minutes. Mm-hmm. And they were like, it was such a good show. That's awesome. But I was like, oh, I want to be up here for longer. Yeah, more time. So hard to get time here. Yeah. Like I had the longest set except for their quote pros. Right. They all had 15 minutes. I had 10. Everyone else had five. Mm-hmm. So it was still cool. Um, partied that night also. And then I went to a wedding in Connecticut. Okay. And then back to... Back to New York. Couple days. Couple more parties. And then back. But yeah, New York is crazy. It was so fucking humid. Mm-hmm. Like... My eyelashes were sweating. It was so bad. Ew. Like, you know when all of a sudden you have, like, sweat come down your cheek, but you don't know where it originated? <laughs> You're like, did my cheek just cry? Is it raining? Did I walk under an air conditioner? What's happening? It was so disgusting. I was showering three times a day. Well, that sounds good. And still so gross. Oh, that part. Just walking by bags of trash on the street. See, it's like, it's nasty and steamy there. It's, I feel like here it's nasty, but at least it's not steamy. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's nasty and it's steamy, but it's also so cute. There's so many good little places you can go. Maybe I'll try it again one day. And there's a bar. Like, every other fucking store is a bar. Right. Not for you. I mean... <laughs> there's so many hot lesbians. Well... <laughs> There's hot lesbians everywhere. The boys in Brooklyn. Oh, my God. Uh Uh-oh. Frankie's Uh, not feeling the boys in Brooklyn. Yeah, Frankie's like, no, we have to stay, (laughs) Dad. (laughs) I know, Frankie, we're staying, but I would like to be there for fall and spring. It's where, like, New Yorkers are finally happy again. Mm -hmm. Because as soon as that first blizzard hits, they all just, like, turn into monsters. Yeah, I know. And then they all start visiting, or they start going on trips. Like, if you have to go on so many trips to get away from your life, you probably should reevaluate your life. Where is this advice months ago for me? I'm kidding. You've been giving it to me the whole time. <laughs> I'm like, uh, let me just scroll through the text. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, anyway, so how's singleness for you? Singleness is single. Um, it's great. I mean, I got a lot of 
concerned outreaches from when I did the solo podcast without telling you last week. Oh my God. A lot of highly concerned people. I was listening to that on my one and a half hour commute. (laughs) I wish I should have videotaped myself. Like I just wish there was a video camera on me when I opened the podcast. It was like (laughs) new track from two brocades. And I was like, Oh really? (laughs) Because the last text I have from you is let's not worry about it. We'll just catch up next week. And I was like, or <laughs> I can take it upon myself to have this really I was like oh my god like five minutes and I was like I might be a solo host she's gonna kick and kill herself like what did is I, happening did I sound depressed it was very dark there were some times when I started talking about marriage that I got really spirally you were it was a lot of little <laughs> spirals and you're like maybe I can't do this maybe I can't do this what am I doing oh my god no I can do it I can do it you can do it Jenna you can do it you can do it I was like how many people are there just me. Yeah. Me alone in a room. Um, but I, you know, we said we were going to do it every week. So I, I, I felt like I got to put one out every week. It was good though. I feel like we would feel weird if there was like that one, one missing week, week and we can't, re- we can't go back and redo it. So. I've gotten some, some feedback that people feel a little bit weirder about it. That it was just, <laughs> just it, um, yeah. Was it a cry for help? <laughs> what we're all wondering. I, I was just thinking, how do I talk? without you and it was horrible don't ever try it again <laughs> it was so sad i was laughing at the three things like three things in common because <laughs> i couldn't think of anything I'm, yeah what oh you're like we both like texting nope he loves a phone call and it's like true bitch knows me for sure <laughs> but that's true if you text me more than four times in a row I you're will getting call. a phone call and then kevin knows that if I don't answer a phone call, that means nothing. I have my phone. Just FaceTime me. And then I FaceTime her and she fucking answers. Yeah. I don't want to answer. I don't know. So I still have friends that I will tech. I will call them and they text me like, hey, what's up? Mm-hmm. Oh, if you want to make my blood boil, do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you for me, because I rapid fire not only questions, but yeah. also text bring, messages. Bring, bring, bring. And then yeah. you're like, oh shit, I hit my limit. I know. Okay, as I'm soon as I get you. to four, which is usually very quick, then I know I have to call you. Um, but I was like, how has she not gone to like, that we're both crazy dog people. And then I said it though. Yeah. And then you said it and I was like, oh, sweet relief. Everybody <laughs> in the subway. Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah. But I, once you take, when you take, um, up and like common interests with standup off of the table, we, we, we don't have a lot of overlap. I mean, maybe like, like Gay. kombucha on tap. Gay, kombucha on tap, dogs, and... Well, we'd have to get into, like, the nitty-gritty of, like, certain people, like, like characteristic attributes of humans right. that we don't enjoy. Yeah, yeah. And that's, like, too much, for, uh, for especially for me to dive into on my own. We both like plants. We both like plants. We and- both think parking lots are weird. <laughs> parking lots. So, parking lots are weird. Awesome, Jenna. Great, great, great way um, to start. We're both actually broke right now yeah you know what someone told me that they think we're manifesting the brokenness by calling our podcast two broke gays someone said that yeah and since we say broke all the time but i'm like i don't think if we just start saying like rich but we record in our living room oh my god okay so uh welcome back to two rich gays rich as fuck god we're so rich we're so rich you know when you lose your spouse in your house because you it's just too big (laughs) <laughs> and, and then you can't find him or her, and it's like, whoa. Oh, wait, that's Judd Apatow's joke. <laughs> Hashtag rich straights. <laughs> <laughs> like, just because you say 
No. I don't agree with that. I kind of do. You know, people, he who shall not be named got elected because people couldn't stop saying his name. And racism. So I'm just going to keep saying I'm so rich. I'm literally the richest. I'm like (laughs) fucking chocolate mousse. Like. Oh, that's pretty rich. I'm Nutella, bitch. Ooh, I'm allergic to tree nuts. (laughs) Oh my God, you can't have hazelnut. I used to, don't, I ate enough Nutella in my early 20s to put the place out of business. Oh my God, you wouldn't even be able to have my coffee order. Never take a sip of my coffee. My Starbucks coffee order is. Always almond milk? Um, venti, oh, venti, it's your death cup. It's a venti iced Americano, light water, extra almond milk, three pumps of hazelnut. Oh, yeah, no, that's going to be a no-go for me. Yeah, that doesn't work for you. Another thing we don't have in common are Starbucks order and green matcha tea coconut milk. We don't, our diet are completely different. Sometimes. Depends on if we're being like pieces of shit or not. You don't do yoga? I do. Okay. <laughs> I do. The way um, I said that. Where's my car? <laughs> the way I said that should tell you I don't enough. I, I do. I, I, okay, cool. I've done it. So you don't. You no. were a Pilates. Boxing? So. Core power. No. You, uh, deadlifting. Uh, no. CrossFit? Uh, no, I don't do, I don't do anything. Oh, when we that's met, how you get this body. When me, we met, you were a CrossFitter. Yeah, I was a CrossFitter for a brief window of time. CrossFit's weird. It was, yeah. My favorite thing to do is walk by a bunch of CrossFitters because they have to run outside mm-hmm. smoking a cigarette and, like, wasted. Nothing that's makes your you, favorite thing. <laughs> nothing makes you feel like a bigger piece of shit. Oh, uh, what about being in the class? <laughs> That always made me feel a quite terrible about myself because everyone was like, which weights can you, especially partnered stuff, because it'd be like, because I got to find the other piece of shit person in the Aww. class, you know what I mean? Because it's like, who don't, can... Don't li- manifest that. Right. You're going to turn into Actually, a lump was, of poop. <laughs> I was throwing just benches, just picking up machinery and chucking it. So that's what really happened. It wasn't me oh carrying God. a three pound dumbbell. My body is weird right now. I ate my weight and drank through New York City. You look good, I think. Okay, well... But eh, mama like a little more, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) So maybe don't trust me. Oh my god, I don't at all. (laughs) Oh my god, you're one of those people, like, I... When I see a dude that's, like, super buff, and I'm like, oh my god, that's amazing. Like, there's literally not an ounce. Like, I could lay on his stomach and it would feel like laying my head on concrete. Ooh, maybe comfy. I'm, maybe I've just laid on concrete too many times. No. But they're like... I Mama like a little extra. It's weird when friends like, that's too much. Mm. I'm like... You don't get it? No. Oh, do I totally much? get that. Too much what? It's just a whole lifestyle I'm going to have to adopt that isn't really mine. You don't have to adopt it. Yes, you do. You don't date someone who you can bounce a quarter off their abs and not find yourself suddenly in a gym decked out head to toe in like spandex gear. That's true, I guess. Yeah. But I wouldn't be mad. I I could never be like a big buff dude. Well, you could be like a... I want to be like... I would be like a good side piece. I just would like for people to stop thinking I have two belly buttons. When is oh, that going to happen? I don't think you have two belly buttons. Okay, well, a child said to me, I said, I don't have two. See, I just have one. And she looked at me and went, I still see two. <laughs> so that doesn't fuck you up. Why don't you look at her and say, well, I guess we need to get your eyes checked, dumb Thanks. bitch. <laughs> I considered it, but it was more the haunting that she still saw two. 
when I, you That's know what I mean? That's on her. Is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what I thought. Oh my gosh. When I was um, younger, my brother used to make fun of me because I had like the weird crease in my chest. Like, mm. I, I believe what he called me was four boobs. Because <laughs> I had a cr- that weird. Mm-hmm. I was just going through a phase and I had like a crease. So that's that. Um, m- my many- mom, she goes to <laughs> my mom. She, my mom. <laughs> she goes to me, you know what's funny about your face? And I said, this ought to be fucking great. She goes, it's like you have all this area that your eyes, your nose, your mouth, it all just fits right in the center. Just right in the center together. I was like, cool. So I'm smushy, smushy faced, <laughs> dope. <laughs> I had an agent once tell me that I. W- oh, your eyes are too close. To yeah. Mm-hmm. Did I say this on this podcast? Uh, I don't know, but I know it haunted you, much it's, like me with the double belly button. Yeah. You're never gonna have a career in fashion. Your eyes are too close together. That's hurtful. Yeah, that's. Yeah, stings. that was hard. It was like when the agent told me I had a six-figure face, but not body. <laughs> wow. Well, hey, at least you had a six-figure face. No one's ever told me either. My eyes are too close together. What was I? Oh, fuck. I was just going to say something. Sorry. Um, one time at speed date, lesbian speed dating in Las Vegas. Oh, my God. A woman dressed as a cat um, said, to, <laughs> said to me, uh, what's wrong with your eyes? And I said, oh, this is just how they look when I'm smiling. And oh, she yeah. goes, oh, weird. <laughs> she had cat ears on. So. And you were the f- weird. Good times. Oh my god, speed dating. What's that like? It was really fucking stupid. I mean, it was so stupid. The hottest girls there were together, and they were just like, our friend's hosting, so... And I was like, I don't want to talk to you. A bellhop told me she made more money than me as a teacher. Then I had the cat lady insult my face. And one was my friend Megan. So it was kind of... You know what I mean? God, I feel like speed dating with lesbians would be so aggressive. Half the people leave, like, in a fight, and the other half leave in this in a U-Haul. Or worse, you just stay there and wonder, like, what happened to us at this event? You know, I was supposed to have a date in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, my first Tinder date ever. I've never gone on, like, any app date or anything. <clears throat> and Match is, like, super hot guy. And he's like, oh, we saw each- Like, I've been seeing you around. And I was like, I literally just got here three days ago. <laughs> um, where? And he named two clubs that I actually had been to in the past couple days and I was like oh wow wow I get around real quick that's crazy I also club like when you're I- very noticeable though it's not like you're a 5'4 woman with brown hair you know what I mean like you are tall you have flowing locks I did have my hair down and my nipples are usually out so then I went to his Instagram and I looked at tagged photos and it was literally tagged with one of the friends I was with what? Yeah, and I knew exactly where I was standing. So wait, did you go? T- did you go on the date? So we had a plan set for after work. At, like we're gonna hang out at seven thirty, watch like the Serena Williams match at a bar or something because we we're talking about tennis. Seven o'clock rolls around. I just like finished happy hour with a friend, and I was like, okay, cool. Like where we're we gonna meet? He goes, oh my gosh, I have an event tonight. I completely forgot. I can't get out of it. Is it located in Bullshit City? (laughs) (laughs) It was in Bullshit City. The next, I was like, oh, cool, no worries, like, whatever. I'm like, bitch, double book for sure. I don't know what it is about no worries that just strikes me in the heart and lets me know, bitch, there's worries. Yeah, like, oh, no worries. No worries. I literally hate your face. So he, the next day, he had, like, on his 
Instagram story was like him with this dude, blonde, blue eyes. And I was like, oh, looks like I found the event. (laughs) (laughs) The next day it was like on his Insta story was like a picture of them kissing. And I was like, oh, cool. So he moves very quickly. I'm glad I dodged that bullet. Yeah. He got a boyfriend literally in like a 24 hour or it was like an ex or something that came back right. or something. Something weird happened something that, that you I, don't need to be a part of. I do not. Especially bi coastally. Let yeah. me be the first to tell you. I was literally just looking for an apartment to go to half the year. Yeah. I thought that was cool. my bi coastal move. That would be cool. <laughs> just get a New York boyfriend and then I could be there half the year. Yeah. Although my friend Paige and Liz said that I could go there anytime and mm-hmm. live there. They were singing the Three's Company theme song every time anyone came home. It was really cute. Oh, cute. Yeah. They're the cutest, and I missed them already. Um, anyway. Yeah. So, dating's weird. <laughs> <laughs> dating soup's weird. You don't want to talk about dating? No, not yet. I, I mean, don't think I'm... I don't know. I So, I just started the LA Kings. Right, right. And I'm back at Trash Job. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know I'm poor when I go back to the garbage heap. <laughs> it's a good job, though. In South Central, so it's dangerous. But I need that trash money, girl. There was a shooting at the Trader Joe's by where I work in Silver Lake, so... Oh, I know. Nobody's safe anywhere. That was crazy. Mm-hmm. But the woman was, like, shot by the cops. Right? I don't, I don't think so. I don't remember. Okay, well, that was, like, a really weird, dark turn. Um, I'm just saying, any bad area, good area, everything's chaos. Just do your best. So get a job walking down alleys in South Central is what you're saying? Yeah, I'm okay, just saying, done it. I'm just saying, you know, yeah, that is... But then I go right from there to, like, the LA Kings, and it was cool. And it looks like training's been fun. So fun. So we're practicing, like, the intermission games that we, like, bring random, like, people from the crowd, crowd down. down. And so, like, there's the the bubbles that like they go into a bubble and like basically fight on the ice Mm -hmm. so we practiced that last night in the empty staple center it was so crazy and then we did an amazing race where we split up all into teams and there's clues all over staple center they didn't say to wear fucking tennis shoes oh no so i was in my work shoes and my team just started running and i was like oh hell no and we had to go, like, up to, like, the suites, down to the floor. Up yeah. to the suites, down to the floor. It was, like, two hours. I was sweating so hard. And my team came in second to last place. <laughs> but um, it's cool. Preseason starts next week, so... Go Kings. Go Kings. Are you going to come to a game? Oh, absolutely. Are you kidding? The one sport I care about is hockey. Really? Yes. It is the only thing tolerable to me. The, what about tennis? I don't give a shit about tennis. I think Serena Williams is a badass, but I don't care about tennis. Oh my god. I know. I like tennis. I like hockey. And diving, obviously. I went to a Dodgers... You don't like softball? No. I went to a Dodgers game. Get this. And I was like, alright, it's been pretty boring the whole time. <laughs> Top of the eighth. I'm just gonna... I stayed to see if I won the 40 grand. 50 50. <laughs> I didn't win. Ah, that um, laugh that I just gave was ridiculous. <laughs> I didn't win. And I left, and before I got to my car, so I'm walking, everything's over, la-da-da. I, I guess I basically get to the parking lot, and then the Dodgers hit bases loaded, grand slam, and I missed it. 
Would you have even been excited if you yes. saw it, though? It was just a very boring game. You know what I mean? It was like zero runs. I think baseball is soups boring. When you go to it, though, then you can eat the snacks. And drink. Yeah. I bought uh, $50 micheladas. Damn. I know. Damn. You know, if you're spending that money, you trying to get turned. Yeah. Uh, I, they did were you really have a good. Doyer dog? Did I have a what? A Doyer dog? Like a Dodger dog? A Dodger dog. <laughs> I know your dog. Yeah, I did. I I was in the all you can eat section. <laughs> <laughs> I had a couple. How many? Four. Four. Four ish. Oh, I didn't eat the nachos though, so I got a couple extra dogs. Oh, I want to. I I don't know. See, the snacks make baseball worth it. I would go for the snacks and like the fun and take me out to the ball blip. Right. But Kiss like, cam. I love no. What um, sad, sad way people trying to dance. It's I hilarious. like we do a dance cam for the LA Kings. Oh yeah. And do? we have to be positioned in certain place so they show us dancing too and oh. we have to know all the moves. But I'm um, excited, yeah. Are you kidding? To watch you skate around and run, like amp people up, that's gonna be amazing. For it me. was cool for me to, like I just gotta see all the locker rooms, like mm-hmm. the doors to like the Lakers, yeah, the that's Sparks, cool. the Clippers. It was and we have our like own dressing room mm-hmm. down there. It's cool. But uh, behind the scenes is interesting. Mm-hmm. All I could think, like, when we're backstage, like, where there's certain parts you cannot videotape. Mm-hmm. Or, like, they can't be on images. And I was just like, oh, my God, Beyonce has literally walked this red hallway. Right? It's awesome, right? And there's a picture of her. That's I cool. think that all the time when I'm on the studio lot of the woman that I nanny for, I'm like, all right, I am a nanny, yes. But I am walking on the studio lot right now. Right. One day, I will walk here, not as hired help, <laughs> but instead as someone who, like, writes, you know? Yeah. I Every time I walked out of the, like, walkway out to the stadium, I was like, one day, hopefully, this is me walking out to, like, a show. See, we manifest. Yeah, we're manifesting. Get off our back. <laughs> this is a manifestation station. It is a little. That's what we were just doing. Yeah, we just manifest. We do. But our podcast name is punny and it's soups punny and you know what i was doing too is i was thinking of for the netflix um like the i forget if it's called the lineup or whatever it is the new specials that just got released every time they do a a back cam of the person's back and then they're looking out at the audience when i think about my life i see it that way like me on a stage there's the audience that's so much drama i know that's very cinema I'm not going to go for that it's, one. It's all right. I said, <laughs> I said bureau, so you're off the hook this week. I live in that Queen's Bureau. <laughs> you live it's, in a Queen's Bureau? It's very large. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Ugh. There's still so much to talk about. But um, I really hope I go to Disneyland this weekend. <laughs> Wait, I thought we weren't going to talk about schedules. We're not. I just look down, and I, I have my planner open, and I see that I'm trying to go to Disneyland this weekend, but I have... Too much work and a dog. And a doggy. Um, yeah. Well, all right. This has been a great Catch reunion. Up. I'm so happy you're back. I I'm so happy you're back. Oh, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not as I feel like half of me is still in New York. I am really happy to be home though. I'm, yeah, was that was a long time. Get in my car, play my own music, have my own personal space, mm-hmm. commuting to work. Yeah. And in New York, everyone, you know, is like, yeah, but you have to, like, drive. I don't know if I could handle having a car. <laughs> it does suck, I'm but... Like, it's not that... I walk out of my 
house, I get into my car, and I go exactly where I want to go. Right. And then sometimes you get out of it, and sometimes, like, there's too many people, so you just come right home. Yeah. (laughs) I don't have to, like, hope that the train goes close to where I need to go. I just go there. You just go there. Um, Oh, yeah, and our rent is half, so... Right. It's good to be back. Yeah. Well, we're glad to have (laughs) you, and everyone missed you, and just don't do that again. Yeah, no, I for sure plan on it. <laughs> All right. Um, if you guys have any questions, thoughts, or concerns about our views on New York, LA, DM us at Two Broke Gays on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I did hear from someone who practices their phone calls before they make them. Oh, yeah. I forgot you said that. Mm-hmm. I only do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's only when I think someone, I have to give someone like bad news. That's a good, that's a good plan. Anyway, sorry to take also us off Also work calls. Presentations also. Which are usually bad news. Mm. Like if I leave something early and I'm, someone calls me and I'm like, ah, let me practice this excuse real quick. And you've been listening to, to Two, two Broke Games!